Hey, everybody. This is Jordan McConnell with the Crohn's Veteran Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am joined by my amazing co-hosts, Radhika Wood and CJ Cabrera. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great today. Hope you guys are doing great as well. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> and um, so it's yeah, so awesome to hear you guys are doing well. We, we, are, we are honored and grateful to have a very special guest with us today, uh, Ellen Mantel. Um, she's, she's, a, she's an IBD advocate. She's an author. She's a motivational speaker. She's a volunteer. She's an all-around amazing person, and we're happy to have her. Um, how are you doing, ma'am? I am so happy to be here. Thank you. Um, I, although, as I told you, Jordan, I don't have diagnosed IBD. Oh, that's my, that's um, my bad. I, no, no, no. You didn't mm. say that. I'm just saying I just mm. want people to understand. The first time I heard of IBD was after uh, my hysterectomy, which is what kind of brought my ostomy into the picture. I saw my my gynecologist and I said, oh, I am having terrible pain in my abdomen. And he said, well, he said, it's from your IBD. And I said, I don't even know what that is. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, you have Crohn's. And I said, Again, I don't know what that is. This was mm-hmm. in 1992, mm-hmm. and Crohn's was kind of um, out there, but certainly nothing that I knew anything about. He went on to tell me that his, a member of his family was very involved in Crohn's and identifying it and, and um, helping, and it just kind of was in the back of my mind, oh, there's some inflammatory process that was what I took away. And that's, um, and that was pretty much what I knew of IBD until I began to become involved with the world of, um, well, I always had a, a irritable bowel and I always had constipation issues, had my first barium enema, which you guys are too young to even know what that is, but it was a very barbaric way of diagnosing colon issues. And um, I had my first one when I was 10 or 11 years old. I always suffered and, but I learned how to deal with it. I became a long distance runner. I learned how to manage and whatever it was that was making me very miserable was under control until I had my hysterectomy. And then three months after that, I had my first major adhesion and it strangled my bowel. That started a series of uh, horrific bowel obstructions. I had, uh, I lost two feet of my small intestine, um, peritonitis, uh, my gallbladder was impacted, my kidneys, my pancreas, everything. And I was septic and very, very, very sick and not sure what the prognosis was, but I was able to pull myself together. Three months later, the same thing happened again. And I realized I was really caught in something. To fast forward, I eventually had so many um, surgeries and was constantly dealing with bowel obstructions and incredible pain, was in the hospital every three weeks. And finally, the decision was made that I have an ileostomy. Mm -hmm. And 
that has changed my life and it has changed my life in such a wonderful way because not only physically has it changed my life, but the interaction I have with so many amazing people, many of whom in our group have Crohn's right. or ulcerative colitis. So I became increasingly aware of the fact that for Crohn's and ulcerative colitis sufferers, there is managing and there is managing with medication, ostomy, whatever it is that needs to be done to get people into life. And so everything I do is to get people into life. I don't, I don't want to stop until Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, ostomy, they are all household words that people can talk about because we know that this is such a hidden, humiliating, terribly embarrassing situation. And there's, we, need, we need to rise above that so that people know that there is a wonderful life out there. Yeah, but we just had a guy on on our show named um, named, uh, named Sean or Ted uh, Crohn's no more, and he's you know, he's a fantastic example of that. That's wonderful. There are so many. You know, the the amazing thing is there are a million ostomates in this country. A hundred thousand uh, surgeries a year for ostomy and. The truth is nobody knows. Nobody knows who has an ostomy unless you want them to know. That's the beauty. And the suffering that goes with Crohn's and ulcerative colitis is, it's just, it just radiates from a person. And to know that they are suffering so much is, it's it's heartbreaking. I assume, and and if it's okay, if I ask a question, because I'm always so curious to know, are the three of you on biologics? Are you, um, is that part of of your protocol? CJ, you probably go first on that. Okay, yes, I'm on Humira. Okay. Uh, I recently just got on it like a month ago and it's, it's going well so far. Good, good. You're, you're seeing, in what way do you see a difference? The reduction of inflammation in my joints. In your joints. Okay. So in addition to the colon and small intestine issues, you are also suffering from the, the joints. Yes, arthritis. Mm-hmm. How about you, Renika? Well, nice to meet you once again. So for me, I have taking all the biologics out there and I'm on my um last one I think it's called my saving grace is Stilera. Okay. Um, has allowed me to um achieve remission Wonderful. I've been taking them for almost two years but I, I also have an ostomy as well you do yes I do <laughs> an ileostomy have a colostomy. A colostomy. So it's on your left side. That's correct, my left side. So um, I had I took the I, I took the accountability and the decision to go full force with the closed in ostomy on April the second. Prior to that, I had a loop ostomy, 
that I had from December of 2019 up until April of this year. And I had really started to feel better. The only difference that I can see with the only challenge I had prior to was not knowing how I would be perceived, the stigma, um, my self-esteem had to be rebuilt, still working on that right now. And just telling someone newly you meet that, you know, hey, I'm Renika, I have an ostomy. You know, just getting over those those uncomfortable whatnot conversations initially. But now I talk about it openly. Um, my medications, my saliva have allowed me to have a more thriving life um, along with the ostomy. So I can say where I am today is a hundred million times better than I was in 2000. Well, I think I can see that on your face. You are radiant. You are radiant. Thank and you. that radiance comes from knowing that not only did you um, take control of the situation, but that you know you are in control. Definitely. That, that is wonderful. Thank I, you. I'm so happy to hear that. We have to get back to your colostomy. How about you, Jordan? Do you? Are you yeah, on um, yeah, I'm on medication. I I take um, not not on biologics anymore at, 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 at the moment, but um, right now I take a medicine called uh, Prevolite, you know, for um, that helps with my I guess bile acid malabsorption in addition to Crohn's disease. Uh, so you've had multiple surgeries. I have, and so and so I've had uh, two feet of my colon taken out, my appendix and ileum taken out. So, um, so yeah, so I'm so. And so I, so that second surgery did solve a lot of you know problems. You know, I was in pretty pretty bad shape, but the the kind of the, uh, the consequences of that were kind of kind of, kind of, di kind of pretty dire and stuff. And so, but um, but yeah, but as far as you know, but beyond that, you know, I have a pretty good quality of life. Wonderful, wonderful. And CJ, I hope that the biologics continue to help your inflammation in your joints and. That's the other thing is that people have no idea that this is not just in one particular part of the body. Right. You, do you look to your family? Does any, is this a familial thing in your family? For, for me, um, when I got diagnosed, I thought it was just me. And through me educating my family about what I have going on, what I tried to, when I was, I gave them what I had to offer at the time. Now I'm more educated. I've learned that my first cousin also has Crohn's, who's my mom's um, sister's daughter. And I was telling the guys that I think, I want to say my grandmother suffered from IBD. Um, when we was younger, she would always have frequent bowel movement. She could never eat anything dairy-related, anything green. And not knowing at that, I was a kid, I was like, now I think she had some form of IBD. Yeah. This is what I say to my kids. All, um, just had this conversation with my daughter, one of my daughters. I have, I have two daughters, and uh, they are extremely tuned into all of this. And uh -huh. my granddaughters um, have a lot. Everyone has um, a num has a number of issues to deal with. And I say, you know, the fact that my doctor said, "Oh, you have Crohn's," and it was never verified. Who knows in 15, 20 years, one of my granddaughters doesn't say, oh, yes, that's what my grandmother had, but they didn't know at the time. Right. So nobody really, we're all, this is all so new and you're, all three of you are quite young. 
the, the concept of a digestive dis disorder or disease was just so foreign to, to people. Um, it, everything was diagnosed as irritable bowel syndrome. And you either had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or with diarrhea. And that was, that was it. And it's kind, yeah. of, it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting you said that because that's my, my, my mom, that's kind of what she said. You know, they know that she has irritable bowel syndrome and that's, yeah, that's probably the same thing, but what she actually has is no, right? Right. And, and we didn't know about dairy or, or mm -hmm. um, celiac issues or gluten or all of those. So we've come such a long way, but my guess is the book is not written yet on what the ramifications are and all of these new, these new biologics are game changers, not just for this kind of inflammation, but as CJ is saying, for arth rheumatoid arthritis and so many other issues that people are dealing with all the time. Definitely. Um, uh, Evelyn, can you speak on, you know, a little bit, you know, about, um, this is kind of because you're just changing something a little bit, but I'm curious about your book. And um, and and uh, you know and how you know and, and 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 how you know that came and how that came to be you know the thinking behind it and you know all that so it's so you can just come okay. to listeners. Well, thank you for asking. It's called uh, so much more than my ostomy, loving my perfectly imperfect body. The reason I decided to write the book is I didn't want to just write another book on ostomy. There are a number of them out there. Many of them are written by wound and ostomy continence nurses, so they're very technical. Then there are a whole bunch of books that are written that are very snarky um, about putting down the whole concept of this part of our body. I did not want that. I wanted a book that was motivational, inform informational, and um, in inspiring. Um, so I decided to, um, I'll start from the end. I decided to end the book with my favorite chapter, which is chapter seven, which interviews people, women particularly, who suffer from or deal with all sorts of challenges, um, emotional, diabetes, um, breast cancer, all sorts of different issues, including my own children and granddaughters. Um, one of my granddaughters is dyslexic. One of them has Tourette syndrome. Um, so I decided to finish the book with that to make it very inspirational. Um, but the beginning of the book and all through are very hands-on tools, tools to live your best life, tools to manage what the information we get from the internet, for example, but how to use it in our own lives and how to not be run by the information we see on the information highway, because it's not necessarily applicable to each of us. Um, it's also, so I, I, I am, I bust all the myths about ostomy mm -hmm. um, that we smell, that we, uh, we leak, we, we can't eat any foods. We can't be intimate. We, we have so many, we can't. And of course they're all, that's all an illusion. We can. And the whole thing is we can go swimming. We can do all those things. So the book is, is very, very 
pro living your best life. And, um, and that's every, I think every single chapter begins and ends with that concept. So it's, it, as, as somebody said, upon reading it, prepare to be inspired, because that's what I want everyone who reads the book to feel that whether they're dealing with an ostomy or diabetes or arthritis or any of the myriad of issues that people face, I want them to know they're not alone, mm-hmm. that there are ways to reach out. Support groups are so important. I'll tell you a little bit about support groups because I am, I'm president of um, once what I w- I was named president of one support group, which is in the hospital where I had my surgery. And that has grown from nine people to 97. Wow. Needless to say, we don't all get together every month, but there are 97 names on my, in my um, index. And then I decided that New Jersey is highly populated and, but yet there are not that many support groups. So I have started two additional support groups. And this month I am meeting with the powers that be to start my fourth support group. I believe in support. I'm, I know you can't really see, but I always wear a flower. I love it. Because I want people to know that I am, I'm the, uh, that I, when I speak with them, because I speak with everyone who's interested in joining, I tell them I'll meet you at the Um, in the lobby and I'll be wearing a flower but it's also and Renika is going to identify with it's because our stoma looks like a little flower (laughs) so it's it's my way and and over the years I've received so many beautiful flowers oh this is my my way of of saying life is life is good definitely it is awesome just hearing you speak about Wow, I've got to get tear act. I'm so emotional, but it's beautiful. Like, that is beautiful. I would love to read your book. Like just the the different chapters you mentioned. I'm looking like, you know, I done heard all those myths and I had to, well, I've heard about it really changed the mindset of what people think about people with ostomy. So um, do you mind sharing with the audience like where a person can read a book from? Oh, sure, sure. It's um on Amazon. Um, it's also Barnes and Noble. Uh, Warren Publishing published it, so they you, one can get it there, and it's in soft cover. This happens to be hardcover, but it's in soft cover. And um, again, Renika, you and I know that this little stoma here, mine is on my right side because right. for those who are not not knowledgeable about location. Uh, an ileostomy is on the right side because it comes from the small intestine. Right. A, a colostomy is on the left side because it come, typically comes from the sigmoid colon. And the surgery, and it's good for people to understand the surgery because then they're not so frightened by it. Mm-hmm. The surgeon literally takes the loop of bowel and makes an incision in the, makes an incision in the wall pulls the loop of bowel up and sutures it so Mm -hmm. that the stool just comes through this opening. That's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's just a diversion. It's a diversion 
outlet. That's, that's it. And so the fear people have around it, and particularly Jordan in, and CJ, because you're, you're in this world, ostomy can be in the future of so many mm-hmm. with Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. In our group, in my groups, we have people who come to the meetings because they know at some point they're going to have an ostomy and they want to understand it. They want to normalize and feel comfortable with it. And with the new supplies, and again, Renika, you're so young and I'm, my ostomy is only seven years old. So I'm fairly young as an ostomate. Uh-huh. Uh, the supplies have, the appliances have changed so much. People don't have to, I mean, they tell the story of Napoleon Bonaparte, how he always kept his hand under his jacket, mm-hmm. under his vest. Well, they say, they say that it's because he had an ostomy. Wow. And they had to, what they did is they carved a sheep's abdomen, a belly of a sheep and taped it to him. And he was always holding it in place because there was no other way to catch the, the stool. So um, we've certainly come so far because our new appliances are awesome. clean and awesome and available. And isn't it, isn't it amazing that you can be an emperor and you know and, and have that going on? Exactly. Go on. Exactly. And he probably had an um my guess is in battle, he may have had in they may have eviscerated him in some way. So that, you know, that happened. But but even I've been reading about the Pope's surgery, uh, the Pope recently had surgery over the weekend. I don't know if he had an ostomy. Um, they have not said, but with diverticulitis, a lot of times they do, an, uh, they do an, a temporary ostomy. And that way the person has a chance for the bowels to heal. So we may find out at some point that that's, that was the decision, but it's a lifesaver. And that's, you know, okay. I was just going to say it also increases your quality of life. Um, for sure. It is not the end of the world, gents. I just got to say that it's not the end of the world. It is not the end of the world. And I'm so proud to say that in um, 2019, I was named the Mighty Advocate of the Year by the United Ostomy Associations of America. And I, I think what made me most proud was that it, it's not because I set out to make changes. I set out to show people how change is so positive. That's, that's the thing is if there's a takeaway for anyone listening, it's that this is, you, you have to deal with what life throws at you. You have no choice. You have to, you have to face it. You have to get your strength. You have to know that you are powerful. You have to know that you can do this. And for me, many times it was, if I was rushed to the hospital, my husband would bring my running shoes. So as soon as I was up and around, I would walk and walk and walk and because it gave me strength and power. 
whatever it is that is your talisman for your strength and power, you have to know you have it. None of us know how strong we are until we're pushed. Mm, right. Renika, yeah. you found out how strong you are. You know what? And I, I, as you shared it, um, I was thinking about just my journey and how fearful I was. I did not think I can even tell one person about my situation, let alone two, let alone discuss on my podcast. I didn't even think I even had the the confidence to even look at myself when I would get dressed or even wear certain clothes because I felt like, oh my God, everyone's going to see it. Well, but- you'll love my book because there's <laughs> there's so much about fashion in my book. It's I love the fashion. I'm a fashion, I'm a fashion lady, and I talk a lot about dressing with an ostomy. Definitely, I'm glad you said that. But now that I have it, that I have my ostomy, I feel as if what things I was worried about were not even things of importance. Right, and not you had during COVID. You had your I surgery did. during COVID. You uh-huh. <laughs> I had it this past April. Are you in a support group? Well, we I'm a part of um let me say this. Where I'm located, I don't have a support group here locally, but I have one that I have online with you the can join ours. I'd love to have you. Okay. If you and I can separately connect. Definitely. You guys are welcome too because <laughs> we're part of the crowd. But um, I, I'd be happy to have you while we're, we're remote um, or virtual, whatever, Zooming. Um, I'd love to have you. You would, you would love our group. Thank you. Everyone is so welcoming and inspiring. And one woman, just about every single meeting at the end, she starts to cry and she says, I'm so inspired by everyone. And it's like, okay, a meeting isn't a meeting if Judy doesn't cry. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you. For, I'd be delighted. Thank you for um, the invitation. Well, Jordan has my email address, so I'd love yeah. that. Okay, thank you. Awesome, 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 awesome. Um, well, uh, and so, and so, you know, but, you know, so beyond you know, so we're not, you know, taking taking over the world, I guess, through support groups. You know, what are some, you know, what are some of the other things that you know that, that you do in your free time? Oh, I'm. I love to. Um, well, I am a writer. I love to write. I love to share um, my life. I have. I'm very fortunately married for over 50 years to my oh, awesome. high school sweetheart. Awesome. We have a really wonderful, wonderful life together. Thank you, God. I have two beautiful daughters, two sons-in-law, two granddaughters, two grandsons, and four grand puppies. So I, I get to see them. Um, I knit, I work out. Oh, I work out every single day. And I start my morning every single morning. And Renika, you may like this um, because we can tendency to dehydrate with our, Uh I have watermelon every single morning at breakfast before I work out. Because then I have that fluid. Okay. And that's also mentioned in my book. I'm, I'm a big one on staying hydrated. Okay. And you have beautiful skin. Thank Many you. people with ostomies do not take good care of their skin. And the dehydration can, and the same thing even with Crohn's, 
you, you just, you have to, you have to baby yourself a little bit more and take care of yourself. But you guys look like you do pretty well. So, <laughs> but I have a very full life with many wonderful friends. And honestly, I spend a tremendous amount of time either visiting people with ostomy or speaking with people. It's a big part of my life. Probably um, the one thing I never anticipated was mentoring so many people but it is so joyful to see them turn the corner and enjoy their lives that's awesome thank you thank, thank you so much well well, um, well with that um and i you know i know how to find you but um but you know but could you you know please let I know our audience know like you know how they can reach you how they can support you you know we already know how to you know, we can get your book also 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 is your is your book on audible no, it is not. I I assume at some point it will, and I also assume at some point it will be um, translated into other languages because I think one um, some of the doctors who have read the book have said to me that they keep it in their library because they feel that it's a good it it's such an a positive way of looking at there uh, at the situation. So um, maybe at some point it will be, and I will certainly let you know, Jordan, this has just awesome. been such a wonderful connection for me. Thank you so much for having you're me. You're, you're, very, welcome. you're very welcome. You're, you're very welcome. And, um, and, and again, and again, guys, you can, you can find, um, you know, reach out to Ellen at, at her website, more than awesome um, You can uh, support Crohn's veteran at Crohn'sVeteran.com. And also, we are very honored to announce that we've been nominated for the, the WeGo Health Awards uh, Best in Show podcast, uh, the, the, the Rookie of the Year, and also advocating for others for 2021. Oh, that is so, so wonderful. So, so, um, so please nominate us. Um, every nom- yeah, so every, every, single, you know, every, every single nomination matters. You know, your support, you know, every, every, everybody's support matters. And so, you know, so we encourage you guys to go to the Crohn's website. You can nominate us there. You can go on Legal Health and nominate us there. And uh, of course, you can go to our to our bios on, on Instagram too, and you nominate us there too. So um, I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, you know, and also, you know, um, you can check us out on all the podcasts and platforms. We're on, you know, on Anchor. We're on. Um, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, all that stuff. We're on, we're on YouTube. Follow us, subscribe, subscribe to us there. Um, you know, and, and of course, we're on Twitch. You know, Discord, all kind of, all kind of fun places. So this, uh, everywhere, uh, yeah, everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. So like, I love yeah, we it. Appreciate, I love so, it. So I have to get my grandchildren to help oh, me understand all of this. That too, you know, and then so you know, we're we're proud to you know to report that we're the number two IBD podcast in the world, and so and um and so. Again, everyone, that would not be possible without amazing guests like Ellen Mantel here and, you know, and, and, and all of our great listeners. And so we encourage everybody to you know, please help us you know, support and make Crohn's Veteran an even bigger platform you know, all over the world. So, um, Thank you, everyone. And, and, great and of job. Course, yeah, and if, and if, if anybody you know, is interested in helping us you know, grow, grow, grow our company, you know, grow, grow, this, grow this brand, grow this, uh, lifestyle, like this lifestyle that we're doing, uh, reach out to me personally at jordan.cronsveteran.com. Um, 
And I think that's uh, I think that's it. <laughs> that is it. That was, that's a wrap, so, as they say. Yeah, so again, Ellen, you know, we, we sincerely appreciate, you know, your time and your insights. It was my pleasure, truly. It was yeah. a wonderful pleasure. And Renika, I'm going to see you again very soon. DJ, lots of good luck. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Thank you so much. My 